Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. The Zone is joined by Razorback guard and fan favorite Devo Davis. Davis. Davis going right to the rack. Pretty finish with his left hand. Devo grew up in Jacksonville, so it only makes sense that he's brought to you by Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney Chevrolet is the gold standard for car shopping experience, and Devo Davis sets the gold standard for basketball play. It's Davis for the lead. Timeout, 2.9, Arkansas by two. What a shot! Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com to see all the great deals. Now, let's hit the hardwood with Devo Davis. Yes, let's do that. Devo, welcome back. Happy Thursday to you, my friend. How are you? Hey, hey, how you doing? I'm doing good. How you guys? Good. Well, we're good. You're making our job a lot easier. Three straight SEC wins. A lot more fun doing our job, and you guys are getting the job done on your end. So, thank you very much, sir. I appreciate that. <laughs> we try to do our best. Appreciate it. <laughs> you are uh, you're playing awfully well and been very efficient shooting it, and you are dumping in threes and you are getting us some uh, different reactions. Did I see you playing some guitar the other night after knocking one down? Say it one more time. Say it one more time. Sorry. Are you are you playing some air guitar after you're knocking down threes? Now did I see that the other night? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did one time after I hit one of the threes. Yeah, I did. Did you, you get, get that from Russell Westbrook? By the way. No, Lance Stevenson. I've seen oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Lance got it from you. We know that. Did you uh, Did you play an instrument growing up? Did you ever play, did you play anything? I didn't play the guitar, but I did play the tuba and the trumpet when I was in high school. You played the tuba and the trumpet? Mm-hmm. I played the tuba okay. first, and then my shoulder started hurting. I had to hold it on my shoulder. And I told him, <laughs> yeah. um, in the middle of the semester, I was like, oh, I think I need to change um, instruments, and I have to play the trumpet even though I wanted to play the drum. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We have a lot in common in that regard. I played trumpet, too, and I always wanted to be a drummer. So I missed my calling, I guess. It's okay. It's never too late. You can always learn later on, I guess. Um, you and uh, Ricky got going the other night. Ricky was, you know, obviously he had the, the stupid, ridiculous reverse dunk that was number one on Sports Center, but he, he looked very confident shooting. And he I don't want to call it a slump, but he certainly had not been scoring up to the standard he had set early in the season. What, what, what do you think was the key for him the other night getting going? No, oh, just getting to his spot, um, like we know we can do, and just making shots and, and making tough layups and finishing around the rim, which we all know he can do. I'm glad he showed it um, a little bit more, put it on, um, put it all on the floor um, the other night. And I think um, as the season progressed, he'll continue to do that. Devo, you were four for eight from the uh, three point line against uh, your last opponent, Alabama, uh, or I'm sorry, A&M. I added it up. You're now 50% in your last six SEC games from the three-point line. What kind of confidence? Compare your confidence now uh, from the three-point line to earlier in the season. Uh, I think I was confident the entire season. I've been confident the entire season. Um, Was I taking the right shot? Maybe not. I feel like I'm uh, getting more comfortable just uh, being in the right spot and taking the right threes and and you're seeing a ball, it, it feels good. Talking to Devontae Davis on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, it's brought to you by Guatney Chevrolet, if you're just tuning in. The Mitchells celebrated their birthday the other night, and they did it in style. 15 total points, 18 rebounds. 
and 10 blocks between them, and they also shot a pretty high percentage, 7 of 13. Mikel, I think safe to say his best game as a hog. Did you guys do anything special for them before or after the game for their birthday? Yeah, uh, we celebrated a little bit uh, uh, after the game in the locker room with the team. Uh, we all sung happy birthday to them. And um, it was also our strength coach um, birthday as well, because so, Dave Rich and stuff. Yeah, we sung a little happy birthday. Uh, we all, we all, we, we all enjoyed the day, the entire day. Just we all, all of us being together from the beginning of the game, from, from pre-practice, and, and also after the game for sure. Did you get cake? Was there ice cream? Did you get that? <laughs> yeah, we had a cake. We had a cake after the game. <laughs> okay, good deal. Boots Radford ended up with 17 points the other night, and I know y'all were kind of switching on and off him. You were on him uh, some, and then somebody else would get him. But he he had to take 19 shots to get those 17 points. Was that a good night defensively on Boots Radford? Did y'all do your job? Yeah, I think we did pretty good, Um, even though we didn't want him to get to the free throw line as much. Uh, He also missed um, a few free throws as well. But um, overall, I think we did a pretty good job on him. Uh, Made him take tough shots, which is – what we really want, you know. You guys turn around and play them pretty quick again down there at College Station. When you have that kind of a, a quick turnaround against a team, do you like that because you're more familiar with the, with a team like that? Um, I think it just, it just it just makes the game the next game even better, you know. Like you said, a quick turnaround. Um, you can't go wrong with going to College Station and playing against a good Texas A&M team. And, uh, and if we go down there and Hopefully we're going down there, um, sit on our wind streak, and and go down there to pull it off. You know what I mean? I think they're good. What, uh, how good is oh, A and M? No, they're really good. Um, coming into Bud Wall seven and one um, before playing us the other day, and so that tells you everything. And then you got them losing only one game to Kentucky away by a few points. I mean, you can't you can't beat that. You know what I mean? And I think. I think they get better. They get they get better and better as the season goes on. Um, like you seen last year, they um, almost pulled off the off the um, SEC tournament. You know what I mean? And so um, with the SEC, you never know who's going to be a, who's going to be good that night or who's going to come out making shots or whatever the case may be. You know. Steve, we've talked to you about uniforms before. This is completely irrelevant when it comes to basketball, but, you know, there's more to life. Um, we talked about the pink unis a couple games ago. You guys looked great, played great in those. I thought you guys looked super clean the other night. Texas A&M's uniforms were abominable the other night. They were hideous, and uh, and admittedly I feel bad for them because they don't get to play in Nike, and that sucks for them. So I do want to kind of give them a little bit of a break. But those uniforms are horrendous. Do you ever take note of how ugly the other team's uniforms are in that case, like he was the other night? I mean, it was just so bad. I want to tell you the truth. Um, I thought the jersey was terrible as well, but I mean, it has nothing to do with the play. You know what I mean? But at the same time, me, I'm a Nike guy, so like when it came to choosing schools and things like that, anyway, like I knew for sure I didn't want to go to any school that was Under Armour or Adidas just because of the uniforms, the shoes, not as comfortable as Nike shoes, and you don't have as many options. You know what I mean? So, but I think we all on. A, I think we're on the same page. I, I don't think they were there. That wasn't them. Wasn't their best shirt? Sure. Yeah, it was not a good look. And I'm, I look. I remember being seven years old and getting my first pair of Nikes. I've been a Swish guy since I was born, so mm-hmm. I have never looked at, at any other shoe. And I've been, you know, basically brainwashed my kids from day one. 
So I'm very pro Nike, so I'm a little biased, admittedly, but I thought those were particularly awful, and I kind of felt bad. Um, let me ask you about the end of the game. And uh, in a lot of cases, we'll see guys, you know, dribble it out. You have a, uh, a little bit of flair to your game, and you decided to put on one last move for the fans and throw down a dunk at the end. And luck- luckily, you didn't get hurt. It was kind of an awkward fall at the end there. Um, was Is there a, a point in time or the way the game's playing out at the end where you will uh, skip maybe trying to score a last-second bucket and maybe just dribble it out? Or was there something they did that made you want to score at the end there, or were you just trying to give the fans a little something to go home on? Um, I just do it. You know what I mean? Um, I know I didn't have – I ain't had a dunk in a little minute, too. Um, I don't count the Baylor game. We lost that one. So I don't count that dunk. But I ain't had a dunk in a little minute, so I told the ref. And I don't even know why I told the ref. We were just talking, and I told him I was going to dunk. So I wanted me a dunk. And it was like my minute and 30 seconds ago. Um, I'm not sure who was on a foul line, but, you know, it's just, I just go with the flow. And if I'm down there and they throw the ball up to me, I go dunk it. Before before the clock goes before the clock goes off or while, while the buzzer goes off, it doesn't matter. I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I mentioned Ricky's dunk, too, and there was some debate on social media about his dunk or the dunk earlier this season from Brazil. Did you have a preference on which one you thought was more impressive? Uh, I like both of them. Uh, you can't really, you can't go, you can't go wrong with either one. You know what I mean? Uh, they both was impressive. Um, I give both of them a eleven out of ten for sure. <laughs> Will A and M use that as some kind of chip on their shoulder? You doing that? Do you think? Uh, I'm not sure. You know, just knowing, just knowing, like. It's a lot of games. It's a lot of seasons. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And, and and I think I think A and M can actually be one of the best teams in the country uh, with their with how hard they work, how tough they are. Um, you see, um, the other night they had a lot of offensive rebounds. So like that shows how greedy they are. You know what I mean. And I just think A and M can be a really good team and. And I'm sure they have, I'm sure they do have an edge on their uh, um, edge right now, knowing that we got we do have to come down there and play them again. I don't know. Hey, well, you guys, I was just sorry, Wes. Go ahead. I, I don't know why I clicked on it, but one night I clicked on South Carolina Kentucky, and I watched that game, and South Carolina looked awesome. They looked like one of the best teams in the country. And then I look at their mm-hmm. record, and I'm like, well, I guess. I, what, t- tell me about South Carolina. A team that's capable of going to Kentucky and beating them like that, but yet they're one and eight in the SEC. Yeah, they're they're the eyeball out. Um, one of the teams that are working, they they're working their way up for sure um, in the SEC. Um, like they got a new pro, like almost a new basketball program when it comes to the men's side. Just knowing that they got a new coach, um, they got new players, um, some returners. Um, but I think. I think I think South Carolina could be one of those teams that, that like you said, turn the game on and surprise you. And and like you was watching it, I think everybody was watching it, and it was a shocker. But uh, we we going down there to try to win, you know what I mean? And, and South Carolina is a good team, and like you said, they beat Kentucky on the road, and we're not looking to go down there and, and shy away from anything. Steve, I was just looking at something, and the numbers, as far as minutes go, were about even. 
from the bench. And you guys only brought two guys in off the bench, Jalen Graham and Jordan Walsh. And, and Jordan had another solid game. He's been playing really well, which is great to see. Um, but your bench outscored A&M's bench 17 to nothing. I didn't even notice this stat until just now when I was looking through the box score. They had five guys come off the bench. None of them scored. And you guys got 17 points from your bench. Um, are you guys – is this kind of uh, – and we've seen this from us before, a short bench, but to just bring two guys in – uh, I thought it was pretty, you know, pretty interesting. But uh, you're obviously getting good production from the guys who come off the bench. And Graham, I think we all feel like has a huge upside. But uh, did you notice that? I didn't even realize that until I just looked at that. Yeah, I noticed it. Um, I think me and, if I'm not mistaken, Kate, um, one of the walk-ons, man, he was talking about it. And we was like, yeah, that was a difference right there. And, uh, I think we did a pretty good job on the guys that came off the bench. So, um, we played them pretty well when it came to defense for us, and I think I think as, if we continue to do that, and not just in six man, we can win a lot. We can win a lot of games, but we just got to continue to make sure we rebound on the defensive defensive end and take care of our business. Like when it comes to like not turning the ball over and things like that. But other than that, um, I think six man now. Their, their bench players are pretty good, you know what I mean. Uh, I think we just yeah held them held them down held them down to, um, to zero point, and I think I, I I give credit to the to my team, you know what I mean, for playing the defense we was. Devo, earlier in the season, uh, the shooting percentage uh, was a concern for a lot of fans, and maybe for y'all too. Uh, that's been corrected. You you guys are shooting the ball much better as of late. Now it seems like the biggest concern is the turnovers, and 17 turnovers mm-hmm. against A&M the other night was a sore spot. What do you all do to, you know, how, how do you fix turnovers? Is, is there a drill that you can do? How do you, you know, how do you fix that problem? Um, I think it starts with me, um, just knowing the guys looking up to me. And um, I shouldn't have as many no work. You know, um, this is something that comes about comes to decision making. It's about decision making, and A. B. and all those guys look at me and see me trying to make a pretty fast, and then they try. You know what I mean? So, um, I think um, throughout the rest of the year, we won't have as many. We're working on it. Um, I don't think there's drills. You know what I mean? I mean, besides right. like again, it's taken away like when you're dribbling. But um, I think most of ours is on passes that we try to force and things like that, and I think the decision-making is, is, is key for us, and it starts with me, and I and I, and I, I credit I Anthony and all those guys for having seven, six to seven assists every game, but we do have to lower our turnovers, and I, I think it starts with me in practice, and uh, I'll for sure preach that uh, going into the second line of, and the second line again for sure. Came up in a discussion the other day, Devo, about you guys. It seems like a lot of these come when things are going really well. Do you, do you feel like there's any mental letdown, or you guys maybe a little too loose when things are going well for you guys? Is that do you think that's happening as yeah. part of this? Yeah, for sure. Just trying to um, make highlight plays and things like that, yeah. which is which is which is fun, you know, um, for us and for um, our fans. But um, we still have to play the right way and, and not turn the ball over it. And, and make highlight plays while not turning the ball over. And I think we, we've shown that we can do that. We're capable of doing that. And I think we'll um, lower our turnovers and, and bring more bring more points and bring more assists or whatever the case may be to the table, or no matter if it's me or anybody else on the team, instead of turning it over at least. You know what I mean? Yeah, zero sure. turnovers in the last four minutes of the game. 
Okay, you go. That helps. Yeah, y'all had none. none no turnovers yeah, after that, that timeout. Yeah. yeah, that's a, that's. You know what's crazy? Like, we have to continue to, um, like, take care of the ball and, and make sure that we are executing when it comes to the end of the game as well. Because, I mean, sometimes we do have our breakdowns to where we let teams get on runs and we don't want that at all. So. Right. Well, listen, good luck at South Carolina this week, and thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. See you. You bet. All right. That's Devo Davis. Thanks to Guadney Chevrolet.